Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Bullen, alongside the undecisive hungry boy himself, Braxton Taylor. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, the, so this man texts me on his way here, and he's like, hey, you want to get some food? Before we start, and I'm like, well, actually, I'm grabbing food right now. I was literally in a drive-thru getting food. It's kind of hurtful, honestly. And so, <laughs> and so I could tell his feelings were hurt, blah, blah, blah. And it was a little bit. He'd get over it. Uh, so, then, so then he shows up. He shows up at my house, and he like doesn't have food or anything. I'm like, did you not get any food? He's like, no. I'm like, well, <laughs> like, but obviously you were hungry. <laughs> and he's kind of sitting there, and he's like, I'm going to go get some food, and then I'll be back. <laughs> You know, today it was uh, it was a weird day for me. And it, it was not necessarily indecisiveness as much as like I literally just wasn't thinking about it because <laughs> I don't know why. I just you said that you did want to get some eat, but like in my brain, I just thought like oh, I'll just go to his house. And all of a sudden, I get there, I'm like, wait, why didn't he get any food? I'm like, well, I'll be right back. <laughs> so, anyways, it was funny. So that you can tell but, how uh, my day's going. So. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Uh, another beautiful week here at jedi eternal and uh, we have a lot of great uh news to talk great. about some very exciting news to oh, talk yeah. about we have some very interesting rumors we're going to talk about oh, yes. and uh we're even going to review the very last episode the season finale of Ooh. book of boba fett and i'm sure you are all dying to know our opinions uh, because our opinions are so very it's important. so important. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, before we do that, we just want to remind you of our Patreon and Ooh. what you can get from our Patreon. And you get some very exclusive uh, things. First of all, you get instant access to our episodes when we post it. And as soon as we post an episode, you get access also, you will um, receive a uh, 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 exclusive. What are we sorry, getting? <laughs> I completely just went blank. We're going to get an exclusive new series that we started, and it's called "And Other Stuff." This is where yes. we could talk about anything. Um, and so, you know, maybe you're listening to us today, and you're not a huge. A Star Wars fan, but you listen anyway because you want to hear our beautiful voices. I couldn't imagine that well, being the case, but hey. We can't imagine that's <laughs> impossible, but hey, if it is, then guess what? And other stuff is for you. Exactly. Because you get even more uh, outrageous opinions and um, <laughs> jokes and laughs and beautiful, soothing voices yes. from this new series where we could <laughs> literally talk about anything. Yeah. And then the third big bonus of being a, a Patreon uh, member is you get to be what we're calling our Patreon producers. Ooh. And if you are a part of our Patreon producers, you have a say in where we go next, what we say next, what we do. You will be controlling uh, the boat, so to speak. <laughs> you'll be steering. You'll be at the, uh, the helm. The helm. You'll be at the helm. <laughs> so that being said, we're going to give a shout out to our current Patreon producers. Corey Wise, Alex Mason, Grayson David Gill, Tara Bolin, and JB Joshin Birkenshaw. Hey. So thank you to all of our Patreon producers, and we hope that you, uh, the rest of you, will consider joining our Patreon. It is a lot of fun. Uh, we post a lot of updates on there that you're not going to see anywhere else. It's uh, it's a great. Uh, we're going to be posting polls, lots of fun stuff. We would love for you to join us there. Oh yes. But let's go ahead and jump 
straight into the news today. And the first news story that we have for you is a big one. Oh, it's a yeah, very baby. big one. Uh, something that me and Braxton specifically are very excited about, have been anticipating for a very long time. That is, we now have the release date for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series ooh, coming ooh, to ooh, Disney+. Ooh. Plus. That date is May 25th. Fifth. Ooh, so we twenty-two. We were not too far off in our previous episode. We ironically enough had just talked about when we think it's going to release. Yeah, we weren't too far off. Yeah, and so if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that we did discuss there was a rumor that would come out in May, and we talked about how it was most likely going to be somewhere in that May fourth uh, to celebration time right so Mm -hmm. may 25th is the day before star wars celebration starts yeah so uh, it's also the anniversary it's the 45th anniversary anniversary to the day of when he appeared in new hope which is pretty cool that is very cool so it it could be both of those things right there that's playing into it yeah exactly so very cool stuff there um and the what but what's also really awesome oh well actually i want to say this first and when we discussed the rumor last week I had said if we if this is releasing in May, then I think we should get a trailer very soon, potentially yep. at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't think it is any coincidence we received a poster along with this reveal. Yes. Our very first look at Kenobi. Yes. And it makes you wonder. Could a, could a teaser trailer be coming up very soon? Yep. They post this poster right before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Now, I don't want to get your hopes up at the Super Bowl. I have no insider information. I'm only speculating. I think it would be a great time to show the first teaser trailer. Um, but it may not happen. But trust me, I, I, I will be keeping my eye on the Super Bowl, and it won't be for the, the sports. For the sports. The It'll sports. Be... <laughs> <laughs> Go It'll sport be... team. It's going to... Okay, I think we're. Uh, I think something happened. Um, we're back. We're back. And I'm and honestly like I could have went back and tried to edit that, but I just I don't want to. That's wow. just the. That's just wow. the truth of it. I don't want to fix whatever just happened. So we're just continuing. On. This is the level of production you guys warn us. Yes. Uh, but anyways, I was talking about uh, Kenobi. So. Very excited, but let's let's go over the poster and what we see of the poster here. So yes. if you look at the picture, which of course I have saved to uh, like everything, I, I saved it to my <laughs> phone. I also made it the uh, wallpaper of my work. Uh, Very nice computer. Very so, nice. Yes. Um, yeah. So good stuff. Um, but you can't see a whole lot, right? Um, we we're de- clearly in Tatooine. You cannot uh, if you. If you try to zoom in on Kenobi, it's kind of blurry, hard to really get a really good look at him. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's got like some pretty long hair going. He's got, of course, a pretty long beard. He, he looks pretty disheveled. Right? Yeah, yeah, clearly. Like, even his his fit of his robes and stuff, like everything just seems a little kind of disheveled. Loose and baggy, yeah, um, yeah. And which, of course, last time we saw him, he was very um, put together. Yeah, and so, yeah. But, uh, this is, was kind of to be expected, but what is very interesting here is uh, to note 
is if you look in his hand, there is clearly a lightsaber. Yes. Now, there's some speculation on whose lightsaber this is, but I believe it to be Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, you so, can... Um, I just missed it. Uh, someone had taken a picture of it like, and, and really blew it up, mm-hmm. and it, you can actually see it really clearly. So let me, just for the fun of it, I'll send it to you real quick just so you can look at it. Cause you can see it actually um, a lot you... better. Hmm? What? Never mind. Oh. Well, anyway, you can you can see it a lot better um, in, in that picture. So it, it it is it's hard to tell, but it, I mean to me it doesn't look super close to like the you know Anakin Skywalker, but it I'm not. It's hard to see. So I'm saying like see, it, I I actually think it does. Really? Because I thought the full top part was like silver. That's what kind of threw, makes me think that. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I don't know. I personally think it is Anakin's lightsaber. Um, I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly like exactly. A, a, that's exactly. All I can really now. Because here's to say. the thing: so that that high res photo was posted by the direct, and they're they're stating Anakin's lightsaber in the Obi Wan Kenobi poster. They're saying it is too. Um, so, like I said, it definitely, it certainly could be. It's just, it just looks a little odd to me in this picture, but. Like I said, I'm not going to act like I'm the expert. So. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, so anyway, regardless of what it is, obviously, I, we're so pumped for it. And the fact that it's coming out the 25th, I mean, it's a lot, or let me first say, 25th of May. Um, a lot of stuff is happening at once, and we're very excited. <laughs> yeah, and just knowing, um, just knowing it's coming, knowing the date, yes. all of that is super exciting because, you know, we've not known much about the state of this show till now so it's just nice exactly. having that confirmation and knowing it's literally right around the corner it's like literally this will, yeah. this will may will be here before you know it yeah absolutely so super excited and uh if, if we do see something on uh, uh as in terms of a trailer or a teaser or anything like that uh in regards to to uh super bowl we're going to make sure to get stuff stuff uploaded as soon as we see it if that if that does come to fruition so just keep your eyes and ears open for that. If you don't, if you're not gonna watch the game, watch our Facebook page because it'll probably be there if, if it comes around. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> All right. So our second news piece for this week is that there are t- new title reveals for the very first books of the Phase Two of High Republic publishing series. So like I said, as as I'm sure a lot of you who even care about this news knows, Phase One has ended uh, for for High Republic, and now we're getting to the second phase. So, like I said, they they all of a sudden now dropped a bunch of title names and reveals and stuff for for these books. So, uh, Drew, what do you got on that? Yeah, so we get our first peek here at Phase Two, with uh, one of those being the young adult, the next young adult novel, which will be written by Tessa Grattan and Justina Ireland. And it is called The High Republic Path of Deceit. Mm, interesting. Um, we also are get we've also gotten the middle grade novel title, uh, which is The High Republic Quest for the Hidden City, which will be written by George Mann. Um, I'm very excited about that. Even though it's a middle grade novel, I love anything that George Mann has written in Star Wars so far. Yeah. He's like he's done a fantastic job. Um honestly some of the stuff he's written is like my f- some of my favorite like short stories so yeah that i've ever read in star wars period so um i'm very excited about that and then we also 
um, have gotten the title for the first adult novel, which as you, most of you know, at this point, as we've talked about many times, it's kind of like the centerpiece. It's mm-hmm. the, the big, the big one. Okay. The big, the, the big, big stuff kahuna. happens <laughs> in the adult novel. Yeah. And that is written by Zoraida Cordova, uh, which is, I'm not going to lie. Very surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, first of all, um, I don't, I don't know if she wrote any of the previous ones at the moment. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. The name it. doesn't I ring a bell, but... I could look at my bookcase, but... but I would have to walk away from here <laughs> to see that. Um, but the reason I'm... I can't remember if she's one of the new ones that's been added on or if she's already been a part of the High Republic so far. I cannot remember. That being said, I know she has written Star Wars books in the past. Uh, I know that for a fact. Um, but what I will say is... I don't believe she has ever written an adult novel. I think she has written yeah. young adult novels. And yes, there is um, a significant difference there in writing styles, typically. Um, but this novel will be called The High Republic Convergence. Hmm. And as a reminder, these are all going back even further uh, into the High Republic, I believe 200 years before the current stories, or 250 years. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the nah, exact time now, but, yeah. but we're going anyways, back in time. It's a pretty significant We're going back in a significant yeah. jump there, yeah. and we don't really know why yet. So, uh, yeah, so I guess we will be finding out yeah. um, the purpose of, of that. But one last surprise for you is that um, Claudia Gray will be writing a comic series. So, really? again, another twist here. Yeah. But what's interesting to me about this is Claudia Gray will return to write the Dark Horse comic. Oh, interesting. Which will be called Quest of the Jedi. Hmm. Um, as some of you may know, uh, Quest of the Jedi is kind of like the the big title of of the um of this phase the phase itself is called quest of the jedi mm, interesting. so that's interesting i don't know what what i notice is not in that title is the adventures oh so yeah, like right yeah, now yeah. it's high republic adventures yeah so i don't know if they're doing away with that i'm not sure what this dark horse comic series is i could not personally imagine claudia gray writing any adventures comics but yeah so if this is like the the more kid focused one that will be very surprising to me that they put claudia gray in control of that of all things yeah um but yeah i guess we'll have to just wait and see exactly what's what's going on there but um as we already know, we have Daniel Jose Older is writing an original graphic novel for Dark Horse. And then Charles Soule is working on a Porter Engel comic uh, for Marvel. And then Kevin Scott is going to continue writing the ongoing series um, for the High Republic when it relaunches in October. Hmm. Very interesting. So a lot of comics yeah. are going yeah. to be involved. Yeah. And... Um, and a lot of different authors are involved, even more authors now involved than what we had in the first phase. And yeah. you can assume we're probably going to get some even more new names joining the fray yeah. come phase three. Yeah. So a lot of different um, 
creatives involved. So yeah, very exciting stuff though. Yeah, I was gonna say for me, you know, I I haven't dove into the comics as much as probably some people. Now the Darth Vader ones, I I I really enjoyed those. Um, with that said, though, uh, anything from Claudia Gray, like as a comic, that's really intriguing for me. So I'm excited to look out for that. And getting, you know, reading the the series now, I'm, I'm definitely interested in to hear more about Porter Ingle. That's you know, because in the books yeah. they have this like almost like like you know, pardon my my uh, lack of tact here, but godlike you know visage of like oh he was like the blade of whatever he, like called. he was like a legend, a right? legend. Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. he was you know he was just everyone everyone respects him. You know, mm-hmm. so. I'm assuming the comic's going into his past. I, w- I would say that that comic is probably going to really identify why he is. I hope so. That, the way I would. Is, I would I totally think. read that. So yeah, I think that's kind of the idea. So, so yeah, we're gonna be learning a lot of more like back history on the High Republic, and 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 I'm very curious to see how it all plays into why they felt this was necessary and where does it go, and and we're gonna go into all of that here in the not too. Um, far future when Braxton finishes the uh almost done with the second one right so once he finishes the third one we're going to invite some friends on and we're going to have a huge breakdown of this entire phase one go over every little juicy detail (laughs) and then (laughs) and then discuss uh where it's all going next so yes uh, just keep your ears and eyes out for that and uh yeah we'll be talking about it though for sure So let's move on to our third and final news story of the day. And that is that, and this one is actually very recent, just uh, just came out just a little bit ago before we started, that Ray Stevenson is going to be joining the Ahsoka series. Mm. So Ray Stevenson, um, he last appeared on History Channel's Vikings. Yeah. And... He uh, an interesting other little tidbit here for you is that he also voiced a character in Rebels and Clone Wars, Gar Saxon. Yeah, very interesting. So what they're saying about his role is that he will be playing a villain in the series and will play mm. an admiral, although not Thrawn. So very they're very specific on that. So. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's it's interesting to me. Uh, immediately, my mind goes, "Oh, it must be Gar Saxon." But Gar yeah. Saxon's pretty dead, right? I mean, that, I think so. Yeah, uh, I feel like he got like shot like straight in the heart, if I remember correctly. So like yeah. he's supposed to be pretty dead. But you know that never never truly stops Star Wars from bringing people back. <laughs> never <so> does. <laughs> maybe this is Gar Saxon somehow. But he was a ma- I think he was a Mandalorian. So mm, part of the Death um, Watch. Yeah. So, but I mean, it could. I mean, I could see them playing with that a little bit. But yeah. But anyways, he's some kind of admiral. So maybe he w- has history of being an admiral in the Empire before the Empire uh, was destroyed. Blah blah blah. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I mean, this is coming from the Hollywood Reporter. It's technically not been officially confirmed by Lucasfilm, oh. but this is coming from <laughs> yeah. Hollywood Reporter, which we have found to pretty much always be right on it when they yeah. when they do these exclusive reveals. Like they're never wrong; they've always right. been right, and which is why <laughs> right. I feel confident in reporting it. So, yeah. So yeah, let's uh, jump into our rumors. And we have some interesting rumors here this week as well. And here's a big one. There's a mystery Star Wars production reportedly filming in June. Hmm. Interesting. 
Yeah, so this is a new report from Production Weekly. And it actually had some different updates here. And, and you know what? I'll just go ahead and read those as well. Mm-hmm. And that um, is that the Ahsoka series will begin filming in April. The first season of The Acolyte will film from May to November. And the second season of Andor, yes, yes. <laughs> Listen to that, yes. <laughs> oh, the second wow. season of Andor um, will begin filming in the fall. Yes. Uh <laughs> That is just beyond hysterical to me <laughs> yeah. that, that they're going to start filming this supposedly in the fall. And we still don't understand what in the world's going on with that series. Yeah, that's very um, interesting. So uh, the Bespin Bulletin had indicated that this report was accurate. And um, they, you know, they usually are pretty good about this stuff. Um, production weekly has been more hit or miss. Yeah. But the fact that Bestman Bulletin has indicated that this report is accurate seems to solidify what's going on here. But um, what's interesting is the report of what this is supposedly, or well, let me say what this could potentially could be. be yeah. Earlier uh, this week, I had already saved a uh, rumor that had been going around that I, we, I had planned to talk about before this rumor came out. Yeah. And that was that there was a, there's a High Republic era show in the works involving a younger cast. Hmm. Interesting. So now that there's this mystery project supposedly about to happen, I'm starting to wonder if these could actually be the same thing, one and the same. But Because he um, like a... Uh... Stellan, Elzar, and Avar when they're Padawans, so that would would be be pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what exactly it would be, but... So, here's another thing, too, is that if you remember about seven weeks ago, we posted this on our our socials for Jedi Eternal, is that in the Lucasfilm Holiday Crew gift was Star Wars Tales of the Jedi that was been unannounced. And we said, basically, hey, this was spotted on here. We don't know what it is. So I have no clue, but but we haven't heard anything about this. And it was included in, like, this official holiday crew gift. So You're right. I forgot all about that. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's a good, whatever very that, good point. Whatever that might be. I, I mean, Tales of the Jedi, who knows what that is, but that, that could play into it. Yeah, well, and honestly, Tales of the Jedi could be, could be a series about... Um, the High Republic and could be yeah. yeah. So, anyways, whatever it is, cool. I'm yeah, excited yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm always welcome to more Star Wars. Give it all to me. Um, it sounds exciting. So yeah, only time will tell. Hey, I'll take anything. Time Star Wars will tell. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. So <laughs> our second rumor for the week. Uh, before Andrew does any more theatrics here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as you as you all know, um, we are slated to get Mandalorian Season 3 um, later this year, particularly on December. We don't have that exact confirmation, at least I don't believe, but it's, it's pretty well stated uh, by many people that that was close to come in December. Um, with that said, though, there's been a lot of st- things change, right? There's been a lot of interesting progression in the story and, and uh, you know, like, that we saw in Season 1 and Season 2 of Mando and the now Boba Fett. A lot of things have changed. So, the rumor is, is that Mandalorian Season 3 is supposed to reportedly have changes in their filming plans. So, uh, Drew, what exactly does that mean for us? Yeah, so... What is being said is that some additional weeks have been added to the planned filming schedule Hmm. uh, with the show now to set wrap 
in late March of this year. Interesting. So it's being pushed back a little bit. Uh, some people are a little concerned about what this might mean for the show. Others uh, are not concerned and say this is pretty typical. Um, but the biggest um, issue with this is what can it still release in that December time period that right. most of us have been hoping for. Right. Um, they did say that they uh, believe that the extension happened because Ahsoka start date has now been pushed to April. And because mm. of that, they have more time to do some more filming. Um, but also that um, it will... I, I think it's going to be okay. I think it's still going to come out in December, personally. Well, if it ends in March, I mean, that's a pretty decent gap, right? Yeah, and and if we remember, seasons two, season two's production wrapped in March of 2020. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that that actually lines up pretty well with what's happened in the past. I think they're probably right on schedule for that as long as we don't have any, like, crazy, like, COVID outbreaks. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. something like that. Then yeah. I think we're going to probably see this in December. But this does bring a little bit of wariness. And it, it sounds kind of like maybe everything has been pushed back a little bit, hmm. like all the shows. So um, hopefully we still get this in December. Um, I would love for it to, to start like I would love for it to start early December, but it's probably going to be like right around Christmas. Most yeah, likely. more than likely. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, I mean, at the end of the day, we're still getting the season from what we understand, obviously, and we're still getting the season. There's no issues in that. It's just that it's and again, this is just rumor, too. Right. We don't exactly even know this for a fact. But but uh, so at the end of the day, it may not come exactly when we'd hope, like you said, but but if it's not December, then who knows? Maybe it's just January and uh, so hopefully it's not pushed back too much. So, yeah. So um, our last and third rumor is a is a very interesting one that has came from uh, Joanna Robinson, who was a former writer for Vanity Fair. She said in a recent um, podcast episode of Ringerverse that she or she's heard that the Jedi uh, Order is going to have a new doctrine. So mm. Lucasfilm is reportedly developing this new doctrine for the Jedi Order, hmm. and well, I'll just read what it says here. So it says, I have heard whispers on the wind. This is indeed something Lucasfilm is interested in, just more broadly rebuilding the Jedi Order, a Star Wars story where someone actually tries to rebuild the Jedi religion as one that allows for attachment. Interesting. So what's your thoughts on that? Well, it's hard to say. Um, just cause I mean, that's pretty, pretty vague, right? So it's hard to say something definitive. Now let's just, let's just back up a little bit on a broader scale. So who, who could this be? When could this be? Well, it could make sense. Um, you know, in terms of my, my perspective that, that Ray, right. Um, she doesn't have the Jedi texts, at least all of the major ones that, you know, that were burned in last Jedi, right. Um, she doesn't have the major Jedi texts. She had some training from, from Luke and Leia, but it wasn't a ton. But anyway, so basically what I'm trying to say is that now in this new era that we haven't seen yet, it could be 
if that is true, I could see it happening there where it's kind of a new era for the Jedi and, 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 and uh, Rey is being led by the Force, but she doesn't really have all of that previous knowledge, so she might have different perspectives. So anyway, I can see that. Now, in terms of do I, what, do I agree or not agree with the whole attachments part, um, I, could, I could see it both ways, you know, and uh, we, we know pretty distinctly, uh, especially depending on the person, that, you know, attachments obviously lead to the dark side because ultimately it's not the attachments that, that led them to the dark side, it's the fear of losing their attachments that led them to the dark side. So I can see it. You know, I see, I can see the the validity in that, but at the same time, we do see with Luke, um, you know, uh, he has a different take on it, and obviously, I guess I say that, but then in Boba Fett, he has that kind of uh, uh, binary choice uh, for for <laughs> for Grogu. Um, but uh, long story short, um, you know, we see him changing a little bit, and and it's not so strict. Because at the end of the day, we do know that the, the Jedi Order fell because of their dogmaticism, if that's even a word, right? That they were so dogmatic, and, and it wasn't about following the Force, it was more about following the rules. And that really led to their, their downfall because of pride and being dogmatic about what they believe. So, um, I could definitely see the validity in them changing that, but at the same time, it just depends on how they do it, I guess. Yeah, and, and well, I always... I personally always look at it as in kind of like his, you know, history always repeats itself, right? Yeah. So change whatever you want, but in the end, there's still going to be people that fall to the dark side. Right. 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 So, um, so I think I think that yes, I could see this being something that would take place after Ray, mm-hmm. where they do change up some of those those rules. Um, such as having no attachments, they change that, and and in the in the legends, um, continuity, like that was the case. Luke, he he got rid of that stuff, right? Right, and like he was married, and yeah, he was the right. he was the the grand um Jedi master of, of the of the order, yeah, and he was married and, and had a kid, and like. You know, so right. I I had always wished they kind of kept that and kind of yeah. evolved the order. Which, as of recently, they've like not been. Doing no, no, no. <laughs> uh, quite the opposite. As we yeah. as we see in the Last Jedi, Luke, Luke, um, Luke finally realizes what, or well, he had realized for a while what the Jedi Order was and what it led to. But he didn't change. He didn't he, change it. Yeah. Instead, he tried to follow it, and <laughs> by following it, um, he feels he failed in the end, just like they did, just yeah. like the order did yeah. originally, because he followed those same principles. And so, um, you know, you can look at that. A, there's there's so many arguments to be made right within all of that, and that's like a whole another story. But I <laughs> yeah. do actually I do want to talk about that a little more in our review of Book of Boba Fett. Okay, we will talk okay. about it some more uh, yeah. specifically for a couple of different reasons. But, um, but yeah, so I think that it could be a very interesting uh, thing to touch on, and I could see Lucasfilm wanting to do that because right now the Jedi Order kind of has um. A negativity to it right mm-hmm. when you yeah. when you talk about the jedi order who are supposed to be these grand heroes there's still always this little bit of like but they you know they all ended up dying <laughs> yeah, because right. they 
they basically they failed in their system. So I could see Lucasfilm being like, hey, well, let's rebuild it now and start fresh. And they changed some rules and they really it really does work. Right. But again, as I said at the beginning of this, um, history repeats itself. So whatever they do, there's going to be some other reason why Jedi are going to fall <laughs> right. to the dark side. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, one way or another. I mean, there's always something, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if their their hearts are, are, are even susceptible to that, you know, there's there's going to be some way that's found to drive them away. It's not just attachments or it's not just lust for power or not just any of these things, right? It, it's a you know, yeah. combination of all of them. Right. So. But uh, with that, that is all we have in our news and rumors today. We hope that you guys uh, learned some interesting tidbits there. But we're going to go ahead and jump into our releases for this coming week. And our releases for this coming week is on the February 15th, we have The High Republic, The Edge of Balance. This is the second anime uh, graphic novel uh so the first one had already came out. It actually came out in print. This one came out, is coming out February 15th, and it's digital only. Mm. Uh, now, they are going to, I believe, be releasing a print version of it, but it's going to come out later. Hmm. So if uh, if you've been catching up with that, you will want to pick that up on the 15th. We're also getting the art of Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 2 um, is coming out February 15th as well. Yeah, it's coming out basically... Uh, like over a year later yeah <laughs> um but yeah so if you i'm sure that's gonna have some really great art in it though so that could be really cool but oh, to, yeah. to have maybe on your coffee table you know something yeah um the 16th we are getting uh the next issue of eye of the storm so that'll be the second issue eye of the storm which is focusing on uh mark on row and it's kind of telling his story uh some some kind of background on his character yeah some very interesting stuff there so far. And I hear that um, do not read issue two until you have finished um, the the latest adult novel. So mm, Interesting. So this might kind of be uh, taking place after the events of that novel. So be sure to check that out. There's about some very interesting stuff there, but that is all we have. But let's use this time, <coughs> this little bit of time here, to ask you, Braxton, how are things going with your High Republic journey? Pretty good. I, as I stated, one of our previous episodes, I think, um, I had finished Light of the Jedi. Um, I have a quick question for you. Do you want a polar pop? Tara's asking. <laughs> sure. Which one do you, uh, do you want? They have vanilla coke. This is like, uh, what, no, are the burritos? They don't. Want... They don't? Mm. No. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, they have. Uh, how about Mountain Dew? They have. They have cherry coke. Oh. Actually, you know what? Let's do Mandu. Let's do Mandu. Go easy on the ice. <laughs> yeah, this is just like our uh, Mexican food debacle <laughs> several episodes <laughs> several episodes ago. Hey, do you want a burrito? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, bouncing back to that. So as as I'm sure you guys might remember, I finished a lot of the Jedi um, midway or you know three quarters of the way through January. And now I am about a hundred pages shy of, uh, finishing, um, the rising storm by Kevin Scott. And, uh, 
So, so far, it's going pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed Light of the Jedi. It was a good foundational book. You know, it was like there was a lot of stuff that was in it, but but it was one of those things where it's like it, I felt like it gave a good foundation without having to t- do too much. And uh, but now I'll tell you what, uh, again, I'm just apparently I've been in it for a little bit, I guess now, but I'm like crossing that threshold of the craziness in yeah. Rising Storm. Yeah. And um, I tell you, dude, it's getting crazy in this story. <laughs> it's getting crazy. Um, you know, stuff happening in the Nile in their in their inner ranks is pretty interesting. Obviously, no spoilers, but um, and then obviously things are happening um, uh, in terms of the Jedi and, and yeah. the, the character. Gr- I mean, just there's so much. I will say, um, out of all of the High Republic so far, that is my favorite book. I can see why. Is the, I can see why. The Rising Storm. Is, I could easily see why. Is is definitely my favorite out of Phase One. So. Well, I'm I'm not finished it yet, but I mean, uh, e- even without finishing it, I can say that's my favorite compared to Light of the Jedi. Now, I haven't read um, what's the third one? I can't remember now. <laughs> Fallen Star. Fallen Star. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I haven't read that yet, but but the it's, Fallen Star is is good. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, but the Rising Storm. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say they're gonna have to do some pull off some crazy stuff to top Rising well, Storm. Well, I mean, they do pull off they they do pull off some crazy stuff. Yeah. Okay. 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 They pull off some crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff in, in the next one. Mm, okay. But, okay. But I. But think, also coupled with good character development too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 The the just the like the tone, the setting, the. Uh, just the urgency, yeah. The urgency, you know, like there's just a lot that really that that novel has going. Yeah, for rising, it. rising Scott, wow. rising storm, rising Scott, yeah. uh, the cabin storm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now like he he well, Cabin Scott is doing a great job in this book. Like it just has everything. Like you said, it has everything. It has, uh, and like I said, I don't even want to. It's hard, hard to know what to even say without because I mean, there's things that I could say that would be a spoiler, even if I was vague with it. But it has every element of a good story that you would want. Let's just put it that way. Um, so anyway, basically, I'm I'm having a good time with it. Um, in fact, the other day, I got so engrossed that I read like seven chapters in a row because <laughs> the story was just so crazy. Yeah. Um, which, again, if, if anybody knows me personally, that's just like if I would have told even myself that last year. I would, I would have never believed myself that I'd be reading just like cramming seven chapters in a row because I'm so engrossed. Anyway. So, uh, not to belabor the point, but I am having a good time. I'm excited to finish this, and I'm um, excited to start and finish Fallen Star, and uh, yeah, and just to have that. And and like I said, it's, it's definitely greatly increasing my appreciation for the higher public, and um, and how they're able to bring in something that's so new, but yet pretty familiar at the same yeah. time. So anyway, I'm excited to to go on with it. Yeah, um, and I'm excited to continue to be able to talk and discuss it with you uh, because, you know, for so long I didn't have anyone to really <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, talk yeah. to you about it. So I'm glad you're reading those, Yeah, uh, if nothing else, even though I think you should consider at least reading the comics as well. Yeah, I I, uh, I did think about that too because when you're just reading a book, um, like, you know, the Star Wars comic or, or the Vader comic, like, it, those are cool, and I actually love the Vader comic, don't get me wrong. But, like, you already know those characters and stuff, but with reading the books, you have no concept of what the characters actually look like in yeah. the settings, uh, you know. The comics definitely help in that aspect. Yeah. But also, there are some very important plot 
that you will only mm. really get from the comics. Interesting. Um, and, and the comics and the adult novels really play hand in hand a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, all of them have connections that you're only, you're not going to catch unless you read everything. Yeah. But yeah. you know, that's, that's, um, kind of the reward, I guess, for yeah, investing right. the, the time into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if, if I were, if, if, for someone that's only reading the adult novels, if I was to recommend anything extra, yeah. I would say to probably read that main comic series as well to kind of complement okay. what's going on in that story. Hmm. Because a lot of times the comic will tell something else that's going on at the same time. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I'm just going to tell you what's going on <laughs> kind of during what you're reading right now. Yeah. So, like, um, as you know, in the what you're reading – um, a this isn't necessarily like a spoiler or anything. Avar Chris is not involved right. in that. She's gone. Right. right. She's she's not there. Yeah. And the reason for that is, um, and I don't know if they've told you why. Because she's dealing with the Dringer. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so they have. Yeah. 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 She's fighting the Dringer. That story, that plot, is in the comic. Oh, okay. So okay. if you want to know what's going on there, what happens, you have to read the comic. Well, Avar so. was easily my favorite character in the first book. Yeah. So um, it's changing a little bit now as I'm reading the second book, <laughs> mostly because she's not even the second yeah. book. And there's, <laughs> but, and there's a similar thing going on in the third book where, again, you're going to have to read the comic to understand uh, a certain side of the story. And I won't talk about that just yet because you're not there. But yeah, gotcha. once, uh, once you do... Uh, read start reading that one we can discuss that a little more but very interesting yeah, but so lots of interesting stuff yeah. there but uh, i guess we'll go ahead into our community discussion yes as uh drew aptly said we're gonna move into our community discussion where we love to ask you guys one question every week asking you guys to answer those questions and then we're going to discuss them live on air every every episode so this week i asked the question if you were a jedi what type of Jedi do you think that you would be? A Jedi Consular, a Jedi Guardian, or a Jedi Sentinel? And that's kind of following the old canon um, definitions, but we don't have any new definitions, so <laughs> we're still going to use those. And then the bonus question was, what color lightsaber would you think that you would have? So, we're just going to kind of go through these here, and then Andrew and I can give our thoughts and opinions here at the end. But um, Corey Allen Wise says he would be a Jedi Guardian, and my lightsaber would be purple dual blade like Maul's. Very interesting. Very interesting. So you have a dual bladed lightsaber, but they're both purple. That's pretty cool. Um, Ethan Stewart says, I would choose to be a Jedi Sentinel and my blade color would be orange. You know, Ethan, that's actually really funny that you say that because believe it or not, for a long time when, like when I was younger, I, I loved the idea of being a Jedi Sentinel with an orange lightsaber. I don't know why that combination, but it's funny that you say that because that's, that was really cool. And then, so JB says he would be a Jedi Guardian. Uh, he would have two sabers. One green and one blue, but my hilts will be the High Republic era for sure. Which, again, again, I, I've not read these yet, which is kind of funny. JB, I'm not even joking you. This is my exact, not the High Republic part, but just the more broad. This was my exact answer. I would be a Jedi Guardian, and I would dual-wield lightsabers, one blue and green. So what's funny is, in, in another way, it's almost exactly my answer. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I would yeah, be yeah. a Guardian blue with a one saber, but with a... Um, with a 
High Republic killed. Mm. You're you're basically trying to be Stellan Gaius. Yes, I'm, yes. <laughs> yes I'm, basically. I'm not even. I'm, it, I would just be Stellan Gaius. Uh, hair, beard, everything, the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Stellan Gaius all the way. Stellan Gaius fanboy right here. Yeah. Well. <laughs> He's uh, I yeah. Anyway, so no, uh, JB, that's actually that's like literally my exact answer. I I was gonna wait. I like to have we read. Away, but yeah, I haven't read any of these questions yet. It's just ironic that two in a row. Anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just amazed here. This is crazy. Um, very coincidental, but cool. Like mine's JB. Anyway, uh, Greg Stewart says he would be a Jedi guardian, and he would have. <laughs> this is interesting. Two double bladed lightsabers. So two mall lightsabers. Two of them. And they all the blades would be white, so he, <laughs> so he wouldn't have any legs because he wouldn't. Yeah. So I actually I already he knew would, this. He answer. would like chop himself up like <laughs> almost instantly. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had the force. Come on, you know, he had the force. No. Um. It actually I already knew this one because at church the other day we he was telling me about his answer, and uh, that's not a joke. He was dead serious about this. Um. Because again, his and this this is something that he and I have some beef with here is that his favorite Jedi is Pong Krill. Believe that or not, I couldn't believe he said that. I'm like Greg. I think he's just trolling. I don't. Like, I know such a troll. Greg, Greg's a little bit of a troll sometimes, but no, for real though. That, that just don't get me started on that. Pong curl's horrible. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but that's a very interesting answer. Is have two double bladed lightsabers and both white. That's pretty hilarious. Now Guillaume Duan says Jedi. He would be a Jedi Sentinel with two blades, one blue and the other purple. Very interesting. Um, again, kind of similar to, to what me and JB's answer was. Um, then Alex Mason says he'd be a Jedi consular and he'd have a green lightsaber. So my man's just trying to be Yoda and Luke here. <laughs> oh, very, very much appreciated. Thank you. We've got our soda, soda pop delivery here. <laughs> shout, shout out to my wife. Yes. Who, um, who, when I text her back, she had already left and had to go back in. Oh <laughs> no! Thank you, Tara. She's a she is a, a charm. I love yes. Her. So anyway, Alex Mason says Jedi consular and green lightsaber. So he likes that he's basically being Jedi and Yoda there, or Jedi. <laughs> Luke and Yoda there. Anyway, very cool. Uh, Kristen Perry says she would be a Jedi consular, one large and one dagger, either yellow or orange. So basically, pulling an Ahsoka there. Very nice. And then Guy Crivald, apologize if I didn't say your last name uh, correctly, but uh, <laughs> common theme on our podcast. We probably don't say anything correctly, but <laughs> very common. Guy says that he would be a Jedi Guardian and he would have a purple lightsaber. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, Again, I want to thank everybody so much for your answers. Uh, awesome. We have so many each yeah, time. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so many answers and a lot of uh, variety, too. Yeah, tons of so variety. Very cool. So, I I mean, we would go into what we would say, right? But we already said them. Um, but, yeah, like I said, yeah. just to reiterate. Well, go, ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I know that uh, our answers are kind of... Uh, what's the word? I mean, they're not really any surprise. A guard, right. a Jedi Guardian, blue, you know. All that. It's, yeah. That's like um, pretty much our life story there. Yeah. Um, to be fair, though, I, we both took individually. We both took a quiz online. What Jedi we be? We both became Jedi Guardians. So we didn't. We didn't. We're not just saying that. We, yeah, we, yeah. we earned that title. We did. <laughs> and yeah. some we went through weird the, way. the orders training. Yes, everything. exactly. We went through the trials, you yeah. know, all mm -hmm. that stuff. So pick out our kyber crystal. Anyway, yeah. so uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, ver- again, just blown away by the amount of answers and again seeing a few uh, uh, reoccurring names that have been on for a while and a new name Guy uh, very appreciative of your answer thank you for answering this week um, and if you're listening and, and you would like to get in on this next week we're going to have another uh, question and uh, we try to keep it pretty simple and just something interactive something fun um, so please answer we would love to hear your answer so uh, again thank you for that so we're going to go ahead and close out our um we're going to close out our community discussion for this week, and we're going to go ahead into our final thing, which is our main discussion. So, yes. Drew, lead us off. Yeah, so uh, our main topic this week is the final chapter in the book of Boba Fett, which is uh, chapter 7, and it's titled In the Name of Honor. Mm. So, uh, I think... I. I think that we should probably just go about this episode um, the way that we did the last one, kind of yeah. just going breaking through, down. breaking it down yeah, from the beginning because yeah. there is a lot of different things we can discuss in this. Well, um, even more so than the last episode, there's so many things in this episode. So yeah. many things, it's crazy. So, uh, but before we get started, I wanna, I want to, I want to say this, and that is, I want to set a reminder. Uh, for you all, or maybe even for brand new people um, who are listening to us for the first time, we love Star Wars. Yes, we love all Star Wars. Okay, so people are getting a bad feeling about what's got to happen. <laughs> we we love all Star Wars. All Star Wars gets me excited. I I watch the sequel trilogy, and and I still, even though it's not my favorite. It's still yeah. Star Wars and still a lot of things yeah. that I enjoy inside of it. Okay, yeah. um, so I just want to preface with that. And there's a lot of moments within this episode that had me excited, with a big smile on my face. Yeah, but I'm gonna go ahead and say I have a lot of issues within this. As yeah, well. yeah. And yeah. so we are going to kind of dive into uh, every every side of it and discuss this episode, but then discuss. Uh, kind of our final thoughts on the series as a whole right, as well. Right. And so let's just jump right into it. Um, we start um, with the um, in Mos, Mos Espa yeah. at the bombed out remains of the sanctuary, right? Yep. Um, so yep. that's where we start. We see Boba Fett there with uh, Fennec Shand and uh, Mando uh, joins them. And he tells them that uh, Freetown is on his way, but of course he doesn't know that the marshal has been shot. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where we start out. Um, basically, Boba's like, if they don't show up, we're doomed. Uh, then the um, the Power Rangers start uh, coming, and then you hear like the Go Go Power Rangers. <laughs> You know, the, go, go, power they weren't even that. racing anybody, and they were going faster than they were when they was chasing someone. So, anyway. <laughs> if one of you guys went this fast last time, that 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 chasing wouldn't even last Yo, nearly the, as long. Uh, the uh, what's your face? The lady with the robot uh, <laughs> robot person pulling her around. That thing was way faster than any of the. <laughs> I did exactly what I was about to say. Anything else in this show so far? Like that thing was way faster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's sad when it's sad when a um, 
it's sad when a you know a, a stinking mono wheel uh, droid can carry on a full rickshaw faster yeah. than the, your your modded speeders can go. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, so basically though they're they're posting up right, so they're going all across Mos Espa, and you know you got uh, Black Crescent, and he's going and, and posting up in, in one of the main kind of courtyard areas. Uh, we have the mods, as they call them, uh, the, gang, the gang members, whatever. Right, they're all going, <clears throat> and um, they're kind of posting up in this little side street there. And then you have Phoenix; she's kind of going off on her own. Uh, in and and actually no, not not yet. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, well, so first we see Cad Bane go and visit the Pike Syndicate. Right. And yeah. uh, and so he, he's, uh, well, they tell him that they're the ones who killed the, who boom, killed boom, the boom. Tusken Raiders. Yeah. And, uh, which that's no surprise. I mean, right. I think we, we everybody knew we, that. We've been talking about how that was going to be the case and for then, a while now. And then frame the biker gang. And frame the biker, yeah. biker yeah. gang and stuff. Though I will say... Uh, kind of jumping ahead, but I <gasps> thought there would be bigger emotional implications, implications to that, yeah, to yeah, that yeah, yeah, than I what we too. get, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so Cad Bane's like, oh, well, I'm totally going to use that to my advantage. Yeah. Um, and so then we cut to an X-Wing. So when I saw the X-Wing, I thought, <laughs> I know. oh, like no way. Getting- I was like, oh, we're getting Luke again. Like, he's coming to help. And he's actually going to be on Tatooine and, like, end up helping. That's what my first, like, thought was. was Yeah, same here. I thought that, too. Um, And, of course, they played it off like it was one of the, like, it was, like, one of the New Republic, blah, blah, blah. But I knew knew it was Luke's X-Wing. Yeah. Well, they have different designs, too. But, anyway, that's that's another story. So, (laughs) so, um the hatch opens up and and it's just baby yoda and the um and uh r2d2 yeah so r2d2 just flew grogu over there (laughs) uh, which is hilarious to me as well like luke's like eh just just uh, just take him on over i guess you know and i and i guess this is a better time than ever to address that situation so yeah so clearly grogu picked picked uh to go back to mando yeah and very surprising that this happened already like so you know we talked about and most people yeah um assumed we would not see the results of that yeah until at least yeah. the very end of the of the episode if not mando or season if three. not season yeah. three of the mandalorian yeah, yeah so the fact that we actually resolve that at almost at the very beginning here is interesting also interesting to note that they didn't necessarily show anything about it other exactly. than that he's the, just all of a sudden they don't there. show the scene they don't show his decision obviously we know his decision afterwards but the point is is like why didn't they show luke's reaction why didn't they show what he ended up saying did he insinuate that he was just done forever or could he come back if he chose to uh abandon his attachments you know like there's a lot of information there that way i wish we could have gotten um and it's very possible that grogu maybe killed luke i don't i don't know so <laughs> <laughs> we don't see him anymore. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, Grogu and the Luke that we see in the, in the sequel trilogy is actually evil clone Luke. It's Luke with two E's, or <laughs> is that what? Or, two, or what? is it two L's? What are you referring to? Uh, you don't know about that? I can't remember. No, yeah, in in Legends, there is a there is a clone of Luke. 
And the only oh, difference is that he has yeah. one extra letter in his name. <laughs> I actually do remember that. And he's that, like, the, yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's, again, like to all of you who say they should have never got rid of the Legends canon, it's stuff it's like, like well, that. There's is is like, stuff that they had to prune out. You know? <laughs> stuff like that is why we had to get rid of it. But anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just got too bulky there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but um, so, so I think it's interesting. For me, what's very interesting about it is Luke this is showing that Luke is not learning the lessons he needs to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a little frustrating because the yeah. Luke we get in legends learns and adapts and becomes this amazing, amazing Jedi that far over supersedes any that had came before him. Right. Okay. Right. That's not what we get in new Canyon. That's the, that is inarguably yeah. the biggest disappointment yeah. of the new canon is Luke Skywalker does not become the legend that we truly wanted him to become. Right. And what our dreams were and what old legends were. He instead becomes a jaded, um, you know, someone who went, who tried to repeat what the Jedi Order did and failed just like the Jedi Order did yeah. and becomes bitter and, you know, all that stuff. Right, right. And really what I think we're seeing here in canon is kind of the beginnings of that because here he is, he has Grogu, Grogu, he makes Grogu pick. He says you can't have attachments, so if yeah. you, so you have to, and what's funny about that is Luke does the same thing. Luke did Luke did exactly what Grogu is doing. Right. Luke had to pick. Yoda told Luke to stay and right. continue training. Yeah. And what did Luke do? He followed his emotions, he followed his attachments and he left. Right. And you think you would think that Luke would have some kind of understanding of that, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe wonder if the, maybe they there can be because Luke didn't follow the dark side. Okay, so <laughs> right. like in the end he did save uh he did save Han and blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So why So what's the lesson there? Why is that you know what I'm saying? Why is it not being learned? You know, in right, his right, life? right. And so but instead he's making Grogu have to make a choice. And Grogu, <laughs> right. of course, Grogu's like, I want my dad. He's a baby at this point, you know, to some degree, right? I mean, he's of course yeah. he's gonna choose him, you know. Yeah, and, and Luke even acknowledges there's a special connection there and all this different stuff. So I think unfortunately what we're seeing is is the fact that Luke doesn't learn. He's not learning, he's he's instead going to follow those same paths the Jedi Order took, and it's going to result in what we see in the sequel trilogy. Yeah, which is a huge bummer. Um, well, and that's, and that's what I was going to say a second ago. Uh, basically, why didn't he learn these lessons? Well, unfortunately, they already have set canon that Luke is who he is in the sequel trilogy. So they're going to have to make him make the same decisions that would lead to that end result. Right. It sucks. It's stupid. Which but would whatever. Would be him following what the Jedi Order did. Because exactly. that was yeah. basically what he says: is he tried to do it. He built up a Jedi temple. He followed the books. He followed the <laughs> yeah, and and results in what happens yep. in the in that story. It's very um, frustrating. But... <laughs> and also, you know, it's not that big of a surprise that Grogu left. And I never really talked about this because I didn't. I felt like maybe it's a spoiler to a lot of people who do not know canon very well. But it's it is repeatedly said uh, in some different um, extra like books and comics. That that Ben Solo is Luke's first actual student of the of his new Jedi Order. Yeah, exactly. So, 
it was kind of obvious to me that there's no way Grogu was going to stay. Right, exactly. Well, again, like I, we 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 predicted this in our last episode, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, not a matter of prediction, but you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Obviously, there's this foreshadowing in the previous episode before last one, right? Where we have the little bubble made for like a perfect little person, right. you know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. come on, first of all, yeah, yeah. And then second of all, I mean, even more nuanced. But through episode six, we see an entire. Well, several entire scenes were dedicated to him saying they have a special deep connection. He misses yeah, him yeah, way yeah. too much. You know, you're going to destabilize this whole thing if he sees you and, and all this stuff, right? It was, yeah, it was just surprising that we already got the answer. I think that was what was so surprising about it is that yeah. we already seen it. Um, but anyways, moving forward, uh, I did like when she grabs him out in our 2 d 2 like talks to her and she's like, Grogu, that's a terrible name. <laughs> and I thought that was great because it <laughs> kind of like hilarious. it's kind of like teasing, you know, how like most people want to still call it Baby Yoda and not call it Grogu. And I feel like <laughs> right, that was kind of right. like kind a little a nod bit of a nod that. to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was funny. That was. Um, but uh, then after that, we go to um, you know kind of what you were talking about. It, we're seeing Fett's forces kind of in their areas so we see um the mod squad or whatever you want to call them <laughs> yeah, the yeah. power rangers teletubbies you know teletubby yeah. gang they're combing the streets we got the gamorian guards um and we got black chrysanthemum so they're all kind of at their own different posts right and then we back at the sanctuary we got um boba's torture droid he tells him that somebody's there to see him and so Boba walks out, and it's Cad Bane. So Cad Bane um, basically, uh, I don't remember what Cad Bane says, but I know when Boba Fett goes back into the sanctuary, um, he hears they're all getting, all of his gangs are getting ambushed. Right, and um, basically confirming that the like the supposed alliances that he thought he made in Episode Five. Uh, actually didn't, or actually maybe episode four, whatever it was, uh, actually didn't happen. And all the little uh, governors, I guess, of Mos Espa turned on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> which which yeah. is funny because Mando's like, honestly, smart move. And he was like, yeah, <laughs> I probably would have done it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and this is a very sad moment for us all. Uh, if we could have a moment of silence for the Gamorrean guards who um, <laughs> they... They uh they're like looking know, past the train man. and then he sees him and the pig like pulls out his walkie's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Which, like I, I don't know why that was like an emotional moment for me, but I'm like, no, you can't I, let him die. No, I loved the Gamorian guards. I love like yeah. they were so like they were just all about helping Boba too. I know, was so loyal, man. They were they were the biggest sacrifice of the episode. Seriously. They, they both man. got just just murked. Just murked. Both fall off that and yeah, they, they didn't even die in honor. They they fell no. to their death. Yes. And they and they held frame on that for a while. Like, they just they cut, let please, us watch. Cut. They let us watch them fall to their doom. You could at least cut them in half so they had a chance to come back those, like Darth Maul. And those, <laughs> and those little those little pudgy bodies oh, with the little little piggy diapers. No. They're gone. <laughs> yeah, but that was a sad moment. They're gone, but they'll never never be forgotten. Ever be forgotten. <laughs> so anyways um at the sanctuary boba fett and mando are talking about what to do and boba boba tells him like go ahead just get out of here boba's like we're we're gonna die but you have no reason to, to die too right. so go ahead and leave 
And Mando's like, it's against the creed. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, my honor dictates. <laughs> and so Boba's like, yeah, whatever. We'll... And, and then that's when we get uh, the title of the episode, or basically, and he's like, and Mando's like, we'll both die in the name of honor. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Kind of baller. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so the Pike Syndicate arrives. Uh, and then the major domo, he's like, uh, I'll go out and I'll go out and talk. To okay. Them. So that was actually a pretty funny moment. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That was actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, he goes out there and, and, um, oh, well, so Boba like writes down on the tablet <laughs> and gives it back. Here's my he, demands, yeah, yeah. you know, and he goes back out there to read <laughs> yeah, the demands yeah, yeah. and he starts reading it. And then <laughs> basically, <laughs> I love this scene so much. The illustrious Boba Fett commands are as stated. So go on. Yeah, I think it. I need to just go and refer. refer I said, tell me what it is. Like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you will surrender. Hey, hey, his words, not mine. His I words, love that. Like, Boba basically sent that dude out there to, to, to die. die. To he, die. He was like, <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. It was his words, not mine. Uh, and I thought that was what was going to happen. Uh, I thought they were going to just straight up just, just I, murder that dude. I thought so, but, too. But, you know, he's, he lived. He lived. But. Honestly, though, that was... I. I, Somehow, I the Gamorreans died, yeah, but Major Domo come lived. On. Come on. I actually hated his character in the first of the show, but I, I've honestly grown to like no, him. He's, he's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, he's pretty good. He was like really annoying at first and like like cocky, pretentious, mm-hmm. whatever. And um, But like as they went on, like his greetings, his, greetings. Yeah, it's his just... pretentiousness became pretty <laughs> yeah, funny. Like right, yeah. the way, like the, the comedic humor. Anyway, so yeah, that was a pretty, pretty good scene. Um, yeah, so from there... Uh, all of a sudden, Boba and Mando come flying out on their jetpacks. Pretty cool moment to see them uh, fighting together, yes. both with their um, jetpacks fl- flying around. Using the way of the out. Phoenix. <laughs> so that was pretty cool to see. Yes. And you see Boba's like even using like his... Uh, his knee rockets, yeah, and yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. And so, so what I'll say here, like just for a quick pause, is that although it's not as efficient and as brutal as we we know him as it's obviously just because he's getting older but what i will commend this episode in is that they finally showed boba fett fighting like boba fett you know like where he just take no prisoners he's brutal he's just crazy tactics you know what i'm saying Which, granted this is the first time he's fully healed that we've seen him in combat yeah that's true that's fair he he remember because the last episode that we actually had boba fett in <laughs> He he had finally he had finally healed himself completely. They told him he was finally that's true. He's finally back to normal, and then we didn't see him in combat again until now. Yeah, that's fair. But again, we could always go back to the point like, why did they have to do that anyway? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But then you can go back and say, well, why? Why couldn't we have seen him do really cool stuff the whole time? Yeah. And and honestly, even through all of this, nothing to me is cooler than what Boba Fett was like in the. when he go in the Mando season two episode, when it first shows him, <laughs> right, right, and right, he's right, right. and he's using just the the Tuscan Raider thing, and uh-huh. he's just taking out stormtroopers. Yeah, like yeah. That he was, is that was so sick. yeah, he, like he's sick. so cool in that, and I don't think they've shown him to that level of of coolness right. since. But yeah, anyway, um, so uh, they start to they're clearly outnumbered. 
and they start just like getting shot after shot but of course they're wearing their armor so like they can take a bunch of shots yeah but clearly but, though it's 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 hurting them though. oh yeah like, it's yeah internally right, hurting right. them you and know it's still saying? like it's it's starting to really get give them some emotional issue i mean <laughs> 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 i said that says so like internally hurting them yeah and so they're like they're really starting to um get taken out but then um the the townspeople i think show up then right that's when the freetown people show up yes i think yes, so. they come around the corner with their little caravan come, yeah and so you know they they show up and then the power rangers show up and then uh it's like go go power rangers <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah and then and then uh black chrysanthemum all of a sudden well you see someone like go flying across well, through and then it's kind of funny because, like, yeah, that was cool. He, he, he like, throws his purse and stuff. But <laughs> they're, like, all these lasers are flying everywhere. And he's clearly damaged. He's, like, just hobbling right down the middle lane of all this <laughs> gunfire. He doesn't he get hit one time. I'm like, oh, okay. He, gets shot. he does get shot a couple times. Uh, yeah, as even true. as he's going down the middle, he does that get shot. That is true. But, but I'm like. But, but yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah. But anyways, I was glad to see him because I kind of wondered if if they were like taking him out of the picture. I thought I kind of figured time, he was, was overwhelmed and yeah. like while they were getting like. But no, he. Yeah. Of course, it takes much more than that to take out Black. Yeah, come on, he's not going to let some or as apparently kill him. as the new his new nickname Santo. Santo. Like calling, they call him that like a lot. Like Santin, I guess. I don't know why where that came from. I don't know. Where it, all of a sudden, they just start calling him that. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> so uh, um, yeah. And then we get oh well, so that's when. He's like, I mean, he's about to go down, and that's when Mando and Boba like actually go out there yeah, and help him. Yeah. Or, or Boba goes out and Mando's like backing him up, protecting yeah, him. Yeah. So cool to see that, and then you get yeah. the three of them all go back, and they're all one big happy family. Okay? Yeah, that was beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. So beautiful. But then, but then all of a sudden, um, they you know they're they're kind of like pushing back, fighting back. They have all their peoples now. Uh, and when you right think that right when you think they're going to um, uh, overwhelm the Pike Syndicate, well, psych, uh, they bring in two things I don't think I've seen before. Was what's they're called like what scorpinic droids? Scorpinic, or scorpinic or something. Uh, the annihilator droids. So very, very, very reminiscent of the Droidicas from the prequel trilogy, um, yeah, just on a just massively larger scale. Yeah, um, and so they were actually based off of concept art for Attack of the Clones. Oh, actually, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty and cool. They, yeah. um, they were um, concept art for that, and they eventually decided to use that here. Well, yeah, which um, is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Which one thing I'll say, like, the Boba Fett series, like, when they've been making it, they've not shied away from, like, cool Easter eggs. You know, I've really yeah. uh, enjoyed that. And, I mean, they're sure. essentially just, like, huge uh droidicas right like yeah, and that's, that's pretty much what they are basically yeah. what they except are except the turrets are like on the side of their heads rather than like on the sides yeah or whatever, but um yeah. well and they're not like rolling around I and guess. they're not rolling yeah they're just but, kind of crawling but still that's clearly the design yes like, that they had the over from. bubble over shield yeah. the, the red eye in the middle yeah yeah uh so anyway we uh we see them come in so boba like shoots his uh rock his jetpack rocket so stupid <sighs> what and, a waste and it's just like smoke everyone's like waiting like <laughs> they do it and then of course they're just like, no, they're just like, not. like come on guys <laughs> you okay you telling me you've never seen an energy shield before like i know that's not true <laughs> right i know like, that's the funniest part yeah I'm like it's i know like that's all, it's like it's a new concept for all of them this uh <laughs> they're like shooting over shield. and over like expecting to go down i'm like guys 
when has energy shield ever gone down from basic laser fire? And like, then the man was like, well, I guess I'll just smash my dark saber against it. And uh, that doesn't Obviously work nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. But man, he just kept trying and they just kept shooting. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is just embarrassing. Like that, that, that's literally when I sit, uh, you know, watching, I'm like, this is just going on for like way too long. Like I'm starting to get a little fresher. Like uh, the episode up to this point was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Cool. And then afterward, pretty cool. You know, but that, there's that, that scene for like, five to ten minutes where they just keep shooting i'm like guys it, it's yeah, not yeah. working it's not working after oh five well, trust minutes, me i have more to say about okay, okay, the okay, okay, about okay. the whole crew that keeps shooting there's <laughs> go more ahead, so, go ahead go ahead so anyways they um <laughs> and then that's when pelly i think her name's pelly right pelly i don't know something like that. Uh, the, the one woman that has grogu it's like pelly right i pelly? think so something like that I don't so know. she shows up <laughs> and she <yeah. laughs> i don't care and and so uh mando's like uh what's he say to her like back up or ba- something, something like that something like, like go get away or yeah. something like that like drop run or yeah. i don't know something basically and get away from this she's area. like what she's like, can't hear you yeah, can't, then, can't hear you over the the, the yeah. gunfire <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but then she says exactly what he says so it's kind of funny and then and then she, and then the droid goes starts He's really going out yeah and, and of, of course this is the fastest of anything we've seen so far is this this, this droid that's this one single droid that's carrying this thing like behind a, him taking rickshaw is, you know it's like the flash of <laughs> the speedster yeah it's like 10 times faster than anything else you we've know seen. not a modded speeder or anything like that it's you know three times faster than that entire car chase that we saw in like one of the first oh, episodes I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Oh, you know it's true though it's, it's so bad so anyway it's so bad Holy so moly. then we get um so she oh and she she's also like oh look who's here and, and it's just grogu and grogu like pulls this thing down she's like, oh, he's got the little best car yeah, yeah, uh, shirt his, his little best car shirt adorable. yeah that was awesome he's like you got the shirt <laughs> you got the shirt yeah that was um, awesome but then that oh so Boba had been like oh, I got I basically was like I gotta go do something and so Boba comes back yeah go ahead, with sir. the Rancor so so well here so um I wanted to point something out so obviously up to this point um and you said earlier you had said you know basically Cad Bane has revealed to him that it was the Pike Syndicate that framed the biker gang and they're the actually the ones that killed his his tribe or whatever of sand people. And you're like, oh, I was just because there's more emotional impact in that. Now, I cannot 100% confirm this because I didn't go back and rewatch it a second time, but I'll give kudos where kudos is due, if it is true. So if it's not, whatever. <laughs> but my dad actually was t- called me as talking about the episode and something he noticed, and again, I haven't uh, rewatched it to verify, but up to that point, um, after you know he, he told him, uh, uh, Boba did not have his gaffy stick. But after he comes back from getting his stuff from from the um, uh, from his palace, right? He has his gaffy stick. So it's like after he was told that he went and got his gaffy stick as kind of like a I'm gonna fight with this again because of that whole emotional impact. So I I I, I could see that happening because obviously we know in a little bit he fights with it. But um, I don't remember seeing it beforehand. So again, if that's true, good catch, Dad. So that's that's interesting that. Because I didn't realize he had it either, but I will say he, that at that point Boba doesn't know yet. Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? I will say at that point Boba doesn't know yet uh, about about the Pikes. 
Are you sure? Because yeah. I thought the very first thing was that on the standoff is that's what he told him. The standoff hasn't happened. The first one does though, right? Yeah, but the first one, it's the second mm. one. It's the second. It's when it's just him and Boba. That's when uh, the okay. Well, I mean, that's when he tells him that that uh, you know, yeah, the Pikes are the ones that actually killed the Tusken Raiders. Huh? I thought it was happened earlier than that. Okay. Well, Dad, you were wrong. <laughs> Andrew said it, not me. <laughs> but I mean, I I didn't notice that he didn't have the the gaffy stick until later. But anyway, so he he's riding the Rancor, which is cool. It's really cool seeing Boba Fett riding the Rancor around. Um, the Rancor's beating up on the Annihilator droids, and and eventually, uh, baby or Grogu's like, you know, I gotta come out here and and take care of this. Right. So he waddles out. And I will say, at this point, I wanted so bad <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. for when, and, and I was hoping with everything inside of me, Grogu was going to walk out and he's going to pull out Yoda's lightsaber. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah, it was, my yeah. hope was that, like, Luke actually gave them both, you know? <laughs> right. And, but that wasn't the case. Yeah, definitely Anyways, But case. he uses the force and pulls the bolt out. And he he pulls it out so 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 forcefully that it like flings him backwards, and um and that's what allows Mando to go in there with the dark saber and go to town on it. Uh, but there's a lot of fighting goes on here. I don't even remember everything, right? Except yeah. I remember this. Oh, I remember this. No, I know. I remember the the <laughs> most the worst part of the entire episode is you got. Um, Chrysanthemum's still hurt, and you have the Power Rangers um, taking them through there. And all of a sudden, this one dude comes out and is about to shoot. So, one of the Power Ranger dudes lets go of Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Runs forward, does a spin, <laughs> like falls on his knee, spin, and then shoots. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, that was the most cringeworthy thing i have ever seen like who who decided that was going to be okay like who watched that and thought that's it that's yeah, it. Yeah, honestly yeah, that whoever awesome. it was they need to be fired <laughs> yeah yeah like i don't know who approved that if it was favreau i'm favreau i'm very disappointed in you but um anyways uh but but i will say i honestly it was probably rodriguez because a lot of there's a lot of weird hokey like there's a lot of cool action but there's a lot of like weird stuff too like I mean, he does so much slow motion the guy did like, direct spy kids <laughs> you have a very good point you have a very very good point um but there's a lot of like they're like falling and it like goes into slow motion for a second and you're like i don't know just something about it just seemed kind of weird um but anyways Moving forward past all of the fighting, because I honestly couldn't tell you all of it, um, we get Cad Bane, and Cad Bane um, uses the flamethrower to scare off uh, the Rancor, so the Rancor yeah. like just jumps and runs off, and we'll get yeah. back to the Rancor. Trust <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, then this is when we get the big the big showdown right. between Boba Fett and Cad Bane. Um, so kind of to give you guys a a little bit of uh history here if you don't know is that Cad Bane was the 
kind of you could consider him kind of a mentor at one point for Bobo when Bobo was younger. Yeah, and we yeah. know that because of a uh, unreleased un- un- released episode. arc of <clears throat> of Clone Wars episodes. Yeah, that were still con- they they still consider them canon, even though <laughs> they not never even released, were actually though. released. So Which they do reference it in the episode too, but yeah, very slightly. Yeah, slightly, but, but they, yeah. But within that, um, by the end of that men- mentor uh, relationship that they had. They end up actually kind of having a showdown, and in yeah. that showdown, um, that is how Boba gets the the dent yeah. in his helmet. Yeah, and also why um, Cad Bane has the little metal Darth Vader plate thing that he's got. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, both of those things came because of that showdown. So there's a little history for you. Yeah. So here we are, years years later, and they're back. Um, to kind of another showdown, which I would say would have so much more meaning if they ever actually released the original showdown between the two of them. Oh yeah, and I think yeah. that's what's. I think it's interesting that they're they're it, if even if they would have just shown a little clip of, I mean they they show they're not afraid to do flashbacks. It would, I yeah. think it would have been helpful <laughs> for them to have shown right. a little flashback of. You wouldn't even had to have shown much. You could have just shown a short Boba Fett. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. And, and then Cad Bane on the other side and seeing him get shot. You know, like, you know what I mean? They could have done it so easily. Oh, yeah. And totally. given a little more other than just like the very vague conversation they have. <sighs> yeah. That you most viewers aren't going to understand unless they're super nerds like us. Right. Right. That have no even about the episodes that never were released. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> right. So, yeah. So anyways, that's one another one of my frustrations with the episode. But yeah. Again, well, because again, I mean, you basically just said it, but like for a lot of people who are coming in who don't know that stuff, like what's the what is the brevity of this situation? Why do why do we care? Other than that, he's the baddie for this episode, the big baddie, and 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 Bo was the big goodie. You know what I'm saying? What is the importance? Well, again, we have that understanding because this is a really cool moment, but people don't. Yeah. Anyway, so so then it's it's at this point that Cad Bane really tries to make Boba mad and kind of set him off and yeah get him, yeah. Uh, distracted by telling him about what really went down with the with the um the the uh tuscan raiders and how the the pikes actually did it yeah and this is where like boba of course he's wearing his helmet so you can't see his facial like expressions or anything mm. but there's no follow-up to this yeah yeah there is yeah. no follow-up to the fact that <laughs> boba straight up brutally murdered all of those those um <laughs> bikers yeah and yeah. <laughs> we see no like there's no repercussions no one talks yeah. about it it's just yeah, nothing you nothing know what I'm and it's this huge pl- supposedly this huge plot point and surprise right. about who <laughs> right, really did right. it and he has no he shows nothing nothing about it i thought that was weird and i thought there was going to be more to it and like him be mad that he was tricked and all this well, stuff but like i will say uh, we're, I'm jumping ahead, but we do see he sends Finnick to take care of the dirty work in a very dirty way. So <laughs> yeah. we'll get to that though. Yeah. So, true. but I'm saying so. So clearly, he's taken out a little bit of vengeance on on him and all of parties included. So. Yeah. So they have their little showdown. Uh, Cad Bane shows that he still is the best shot around. Yeah. Has now taken yeah. out both uh, the marshal and. Um, 
Boba Fett both in a shootout. So like <laughs> that's a pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. impressive, right? Um, however, um, and, and and he's super old at this point too. Yeah, right? yeah. So then he's kind of like, kind of taking it all in, and and he goes up to him and he takes his helmet off and all that stuff and. Um, and this, I will say, I really liked what happens here. Yeah. Um, because he's he's got the gun aimed right at at uh, Boba's head. Yeah. And that's when Boba brings out the gaffy stick. Yeah. <laughs> and and stabs him straight in the chest. And what I think is really poetic about that is here we had this mentor relationship between Cad Bane and Boba. Cad Bane bests Boba in the ways they had been taught. But what Cad Bane is not expecting and what he does not anticipate is that Boba has learned a new way. Right. It's not just right? gunmanship, not, you know? Yeah. So Boba's on a new path. Yeah. And it's one that Cad Bane can't predict, right, doesn't understand. Right. And so Cad Bane, thinking he's best him, but Boba now has learned something new, and that's what it takes to defeat <clears throat> Cad Bane. Which, and that's very poetic when you think yeah, about it. And yeah, everything. He's right. kind of surmounted his previous uh, lifestyle, right? Yeah, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because here's the thing: we already know from uh, Clone Wars that it's not that that Cad Bane doesn't have good hand-to-hand skills. We know these. He goes on hand-to-hand with uh, Kenobi, which, believe it or not, Kenobi has very good hand-to-hand skills, right? Um, so he knows he goes, he, and he fights him. There's a lot of other characters he fights with, so he knows that. So, But the point is, is that, it, like you said, it's, it's more of the reflection of that Cad Bane. It's not that he couldn't have done it, but he didn't expect he didn't it. So it surprised him because he knows the style that Boba right. Fett had all this time. Because he taught him a lot of it. Exactly. So again, like it's it's, it's cool because he's taking on this new era of his life. So surmounting the past, surmounting right. his old ties and things right. that bring him down. Yeah. Yeah. It's so really yeah, cool. yeah, it's really, really cool. Really cool when you think about it. One of the best moments, in my opinion, of the entire series. Oh yeah. Especially for Boba, I think it's the most. It's the biggest moment of growth for Boba. Yeah. But yeah. what I will say again to the demise of the to the demise of the series uh-huh. is that there's just not a lot of background uh-huh. to those moments. That so a lot of people are going in and will never under, truly understand that. Right. Like you can watch you can watch the interaction between Boba and Cad Bane and not truly ever really understand the relationship they had. Yeah. Oh, he's just a good gunfighter like who's hired by the bad guys. Clearly you know? they they know of each other, but like they don't really ever get into enough to truly understand what it was. Well, I've had so many people come up to me. It's like, I know that's supposed to be someone I'm supposed to know, but I just don't know who it is. You know what I'm saying? How would they know that? Because they allude to the fact that he's known, but we don't see any connections. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, going on from there, we go back to the Rancor. Well, before we get to that part, right? Oh, so he he stabs oh, yeah, 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 him yeah, through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and so we're assuming he's dead. And if you actually look at the um audio text or whatever you call it, I I, I guess they're it's still considered subtitles, but I'm I'm trying to think they have like the CC stuff or the like descriptive descriptive text yeah. for like blind people or not. <laughs> yes, yeah. Deaf people. <laughs> My apologies. Um uh, apologies to our blind <laughs> I don't think. Well, I don't know. Yeah, what, what do you? Uh, don't I don't assume. Know. I know. Don't we're, assume. we're just moving on. Um, so it does say basically something along the lines of mm-hmm. it, it, it. 
he watches his like the the breath of life or something like that come out of his body, like his lifeless, breathless body or something like that. So it does allude to the fact that it he's allude dead. To that, but but yeah. on his little suit, oh, and it was like a little life, uh, mm-hmm. like um. What's the word I'm looking for? little like life support. Life thing support. He's got going on. It's blinking red. It's blinking red, and it's it's also making a little noise. Mm-hmm. You can hear it going beep beep, and it goes back to that because like it's already yeah. done, and, and then it, it goes zooms back, in, it pans and in, it zooms in, yeah. and it's going beep beep. So, what do you think that means? Do you think? I, I think. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Go I don't ahead. think he's dead. Yeah. No. I mean, I they're they're definitely. Trying to make you think he's dead, but then again, at the same time, they're putting. And here, here's what I personally think: I think he's dead, mm. but they're planting to the seeds. If they want to bring him back, they can always reference that and say that's how he's it's, not dead. Yeah, it's kind of hard because one, it makes sense for Cad Bane's story to end here. It yeah. makes sense yeah, for yeah, Cad yeah, Bane exactly. to die because of Boba Fett and because Boba Fett. Again, like we just all that stuff we just said, it makes sense for this to be the end of Cad Bane, and for him to come back again, it would kind of defeat uh, some of the. What are you laughing or smiling about over there? Uh, sell text, nothing, yeah. <laughs> nothing to concern yourself with, Mike. Um, so I think, I think it would would really take away from that if he were was still alive. But I just can't help but wonder what was the purpose of that. Exactly. And so you might be on the money there is like they've maybe and I don't know, maybe we should research like life support systems in Star Wars and see if yeah. there's some kind of yeah. research already on what the beeping means. Like maybe somewhere maybe. we can see some kind of information on that. But Yeah, I I, I can look into it. So quick. moving on past that, we get the Rancor, who is now in full King Kong mode. <laughs> literally, um, that's literally. Exactly what I thought. I'm like, wow, they're referencing King Kong. Literally here. on the tower holding a, <laughs> a speeder. Like it's it's literally um a scene out of King Kong. Um, but what's what's so funny to me is like this Rancor just saved all these people's lives, okay? <laughs> and Boba comes in riding on it. Clearly it's Boba's like pet, right? And <laughs> I know you're about all to their say. lives. I know you're about and, to say. And all of a sudden, this the Rancor like, you know, goes runs off from from uh Cad Bane and everyone's like, shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're just firing away. That's exactly what I was saying. Like the energy shield. I mean, dude, they're just like they're hammering this dude, dude. with, with like, like these people guys, love to shoot stuff. What are you doing? <laughs> this is Boba's prized drink, or what are you doing? I know it's going crazy, but don't you think that? Oh, I don't know. Let's wait for Boba to come and calm down his stinking rancor. <laughs> but no, they're just going to shoot it with going everything they got. <laughs> <laughs> and and finally, again, Grogu comes out, and Grogu, Grogu, um goes and the ran- well the rancor gets down like bends down and yells right into Grogu's face and Grogu's little ears like flapping <laughs> in the flapping in the wind. <laughs> and and of course Grogu just like puts out his little hand oh and uh how sweet. and and then uh the rancor goes to sleep yes. and and I love it uh and Grogu I'm, then I'm say in the the for- as usual using the force that heavily yeah. wears him out. Right. So Grogu goes up and he's like patting he's like patting <laughs> on its head and then he goes over to the side and he like pets it a little bit and then he just goes and lays he down. He right lays next down to, to take a nap and behind then him. It's like he lays down but then he's like oh I'm not close enough and he gets even like wiggles a little, and a little even closer to the <laughs> rancor so and then he just falls asleep. It's so good. What a gift Grogu oh, is. So true. What an absolute so gift the character of Grogu is. Yes. Yes. So, going from there, 
Um, we go back to the leader of the Pike Syndicate and the mayor's there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden we see some like some raining laser fire comes down and then all of a sudden the noose just drops. Okay, okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. we're going too fast through this right now. Let's take a second here. So they're planning, right? The Pikes and the Kids like, okay, we're going to get everybody off world and we're going to come back with some forces. Uh, we just got to wait out. And all this... <laughs> All of a sudden, like you said, all of a sudden, because they start hearing something, all of a sudden, someone falls down, another guard falls down, so starts screaming, and all of a sudden, like you said, a wire comes down, and he, Phoenix Chan literally hangs the mayor, <laughs> hangs him, <laughs> bro, he hang, she hangs him, didn't just shoot him, he hangs him. Yeah, you just see the noose drop down, and, and all little, of a sudden, little stubby goes, feet wiggling, I'm like, lifts him up. Yeah. holy cow. And you know what? I'm glad. Honestly, I'm glad they did it that brutally because, uh, as, as weird as that sounds, is because for the longest time, Finnick again, kind of like with Boba's situation, but Finnick has not been living up to the name of Master Assassin. Yeah, right. This was a, a an awesome reminder of how deadly she can be. Right, right. Yeah, we had not seen much of that. So yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Um, so then back at Mos Espa, we see Boba and Finnick, and they're walking the streets, and uh, I love the music behind this part i don't know if you realized can't remember but it's very like medieval festival yes that's style, exactly like, what i thought yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah music yeah. going on yeah i loved it it was yeah, really it was so unique good. but it, it was, was the, it was like the fet theme but yet like a yeah, medieval like a, style yeah it was like a super <laughs> so unique like it was almost like some kind of like flute or something yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah i really yeah. liked it i thought it was, it was really cool um so they're um they're all like saluting or and or and boba's like Basically, he doesn't like it, and he's tired yeah. of it, and his arm hurts, and he <laughs> wants to quit Why does it have it? to be the right hand? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, and he says somebody's using the, the back the tank, and you assume it's Chrysanthemum. Because he mentions early in the episode yeah. that he can use it. Right, but then Chrysanthemum shows up yeah, with like, the Power Rangers, and, uh, and you're like, oh, well, that's interesting, right? Yeah. And, 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 and here... We also, Boba mentions something about how, like, I don't remember exactly how he words it, but he says something about how maybe this isn't for, like, kind of basically saying, I don't know if this is really what I want to be or what I want to do. I can't remember. I can't, I'm, I'm drawing He's, blank here. Yeah, he says something to that effect. Like, yeah. I don't know if we're cut out for this or uh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. If, if we're not going to do it, then who will? Right. That's when actually when Kersantin shows up is right yeah. after she says that. So I don't know what they're hinting at there, other than maybe Boba is not gonna stick around there, and maybe there's gonna. Yeah. But 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 if that is the case, it's like why in the world did we just do this whole series <laughs> if Boba's gonna turn around and like eh, I don't yeah. want to do it. <laughs> so so real quick, so there's a d much deeper discussion. You know, we're already um, uh, an hour and thirty three minutes into. <laughs> But anyway, so there is a much deeper discussion we can have about the, the series as a whole. But I do want to just jump back really quickly. So this person was saying that it wasn't actually a life support system on Cad Bane, but it was actually a distress signal calling Bane's trusty right-hand droid that we see in Clone Wars Toto. If you remember, Cad Bane has that little like elongated head droid that like runs around with him. Hmm. And like basically coming him, like probably homing him to come bring the ship that might have life saving stuff on there. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, so jumping back, but but that's an interesting point to think about too. Interesting. So so let's just because we're we're really past our time here. Um, but let's just let's just deep dive into this basically. Um, 
so you're you're exactly right. You're on the money here. And although, and this is this is why Andrew said what he said at the beginning of our review. We love Star Wars. This series has been so fun to watch. We're so glad that finally a character yeah. as epic as Boba Fett has had this redemptive story. I'll say, there's two more things that happened. That oh, we, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we have two more things to reference here before we go into that. One is we we see Mando and, and Grogu one last time. They're in the ship, oh, yeah. and Grogu's knocking on the yeah. And he's like, no, not yet. No, we're not. No. And he does it again. And he's like, not right now. Yeah, and he yeah. does it again. And he's like, okay, fine. One more and time. Then, and then he does like the the uh, hyperspace, and <laughs> and Grogu like he's got his arms. And he's like, ah! his sublight thrusters flying through. So, yeah, so that funny. Was good. So good. Um, and then last after the uh, after the arts the art credit scenes, we then get, um, uh, Cobb Vanth. Oh, we didn't finish that part. Sorry. Yeah. Cobb Vanth in the, in the back to tank, yeah. obviously. And with the mod guy who does the, who actually like, <laughs> does the modding. Yeah. Okay. He's on a side. I, you may not know who this is, but do you know who that, who that mod guy is? No, I have no idea. Do, okay. So for me, I love his music, but he's, he's a, he's a music artist. His name's oh, Thundercat. Really? Yeah. You have to look at it. It's actually sick music. But it's just so funny that they randomly brought him in for this. I have no clue why they did it. But uh, anyway, that was really cool. But so, yeah, clearly yeah. we already knew that Cobb Banth wasn't dead. Um, yeah. And it, but it was encouraging to see that. But here's the here's and now we're now we're just going to jump into kind of what like the, the, the yeah. series overall and things we get left with nothing. Like, right, right. No idea of a, is, is there going to be a season two of Book of Boba Fett? No, no lead into the future of yeah. this. Of this, this could end right now. Yeah, the way they right, set right, up. Right. But here's the thing: that this is it could it, it could end right now. But here's the issue: what's the point? You know, um, and, and maybe there is no point. Maybe they literally just made this show to give Boba Fett the final ending to his story that everybody wanted in that background to this character that everybody loves so much. And that literally, that's it. And that's all they did it for. But again, the question is, though, why? And if so, why didn't they just call it Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett? And it's just a little offshoot to give us that story. Right. Because the whole reason for all of these, these not small, but you know what I'm saying, these offshoot TV shows is that it's leading up to the event series. So if again, this yeah. if this show, Book of Boba Fett, was solely meant to be nothing more than just to give us the the kind of conclusion to Boba's story, then again, it should have just been Mand- Mandalorian Book of Boba yeah. Fett or some other title, whatever they wanted exactly. to call the whatever they wanted to call the whole series, like the the event yes. itself. Yes. That then subtitle the Mandalorian and yeah. whatever that title is the subtitle the Book of Boba Fett whatever yeah. they had to, whatever they wanted to do to make this hey this is all one big story we're telling yeah um and we're gonna visit different people and blah 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 et cetera et cetera yeah but it's not branded that way right no, so it's confusing no. and it makes this series seem very sloppy and seem very it's just messy <laughs> yeah right? it's got lots of cool moments lots of great things that. That we will not forget as Star Wars fans. Um, some moments that will last for a lifetime. But there's also a lot of what feels like unnecessary things and, and just seems out of place. Yeah. And and, and yeah, and, and I said it last week. If we did not get some kind of big bad at the end of this or some kind of tease at what the purpose of this was. Yeah. 
then I was going to be disappointed in the yeah. series as a whole. And yeah. I stand here disappointed in the series as a whole. You yeah. didn't get that. The Pike Syndicate was literally just, it was the Pike Syndicate. That was it. That was you it. Know, it wasn't, was... wasn't Crimson Dawn or Kira alluding to it. It wasn't Thrawn. You know, again, as we know of yet. But the point is, if, if it, even if they were having a season two to clarify that and deep dive into that issue a little bit more, we should have at least heard even just a sentence about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when I look back now and, and ask this question, what was the purpose of this series? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> to me, thinking on it, because I've thought about it since since the last episode, and I've thought, what was the reason for this? I have to say, I think that it was, more than anything, it was to explain what had happened to Boba between, um, between Return of the Jedi and when we see him in the Mandalorian season two, yeah, no, a yeah, huge portion of this series focused on that. Yeah, when it came to came when it came to Boba Fett, it almost was like the main plot of Boba Fett, the the current in the current timeline, was almost more of like a side plot to his growth as coming from a bounty hunter to a Tuscan Raider to seeing him in the Mandalorian season two. Like yeah. that seemed like what it was really about. Yeah. But then they're like, but we're also going to continue the story of Mando. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, think about it. This is what's, this is insane. If you had told me this before this series came out, I would have laughed at you. If you had told <laughs> right. me that right. we were going to see Grogu and Mando back in this, we were going to see Grogu train with Luke, and we were going to see Grogu decide to go back to Mando, and all that was not going to happen in season three of The Mandalorian. It's going to happen in the book of Boba yeah. Fett, and yeah. by the end of the book of Boba Fett, it's going to have Grogu already back. Yeah. And yeah. the book of Boba Fett, the last scene is going to end with Grogu, Grogu and Mando, <laughs> not Boba Fett. If you had told me yeah, all of that, I would have yeah. laughed in your face and Dude, said you were crazy. I literally, and, and if you go back to. Uh, my our season, our season four episode four review right before season or, good grief our episode four review right before episode five which where we get mando and, and luke and grogu and all stuff like that um uh i i, I literally said like and because that was one of your options like and maybe we see this i'm like i'm like literally like there's no way that could happen because this is going to destabilize the whole show yeah, if you remember right, that i literally right. said that and <laughs> That's exactly what exactly happened. Exactly what happened. Dag on it. And so and 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 yeah, going back to the right before we started really talking about all this, and I said, you know, I love Star Wars. This this stuff is not necessarily an issue for me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have enjoyed it all. I'm glad we had Grogu. I'm glad we saw Luke Skywalker. I'm sure. glad all of this stuff happened. But the reason I'm being so critical is I'm looking at the bigger picture here. I'm looking at the the series as a whole. Yeah. And being extra critical on it and what it could have been. And I think with the way they are marketing this series, mm -hmm. it's confusing. Yeah, and certainly. it's creating confusion for people who go to watch it. Think about this. Think about this. And this is part of the reason why I say it's it's confusing. Let's say you're let's say you have an uncle 
that likes the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's watched. He's not ever really watched Star Wars. Yeah, but he decided to watch the Mandalorian because it was on Disney Plus, and he's like, you know, I'll give it a try. Yeah, and he enjoyed yeah, it. I'll try. And so, and, and let's be honest, that's the story for a lot of people. Sure, there are a lot of people that have watched Mandalorian that did not care about Star Wars and still have not watched any other Star Wars. They just watched the Mandalorian. Exactly. And they thought, wow, that little alien is is really cute. <laughs> You know, but then they got kind of sucked into it. So they've seen Mando season one and Mando season two. Yeah. But they have not touched um, anything else Star Wars and they have no intentions of watching the book of Boba Fett. It just means nothing to them. Right. Okay. Yeah. They're going to watch Mando season three and Grogu's going to be back with Mando. Yeah. And they're going to be like, wait what happened yeah wait what what happened here yeah exactly will there be some kind of will they like tell what happened probably they're gonna have to have something right but you're not gonna get the full experience unless you watch the book of boba fett exactly yeah if you branded all of this under one event series you wouldn't have that issue people would understand this is the next chapter right and think about it this way how many more people would have jumped in on watching the book of boba fett had they realized had they known that from this the was going to it's the next chapter of mando you know what i mean it's the continuation of what yeah. you've already been watching yeah but they didn't do it that way i don't yeah. understand why i truly don't get it i don't know what their thought was on it I don't understand it. At <laughs> well, it's it's all. so funny because like this was this is something we talked about multiple times and stuff on the on the podcast, but it's like basically uh, Book of Boba Fett not garnering the attention that Mandalorian brought in again because people liked Mandalorian. They de- they dove into the story and they want to see more of it. And again, like you just said, it should have been one of two ways. It should have been a make it a true, good, real, solely book of, or, you know, Boba Fett, book of Boba Fett story where this is just about him, his character development, and ultimately ties into the bigger story. Okay. Or B, again, just like you said, it just needs to, then if that was not going to be the case, which it wasn't, mm-hmm. they should have said, this is just a shoot off to give us background on Boba Fett, but it's also going to give you updates on Mando. And I'm yeah. like, I think you know how easy it would have been to say that or brand it that way. And people would have been like, okay. Like they could have literally just said it's it like it's it's an offshoot. It's a uh, a, a, a side story of Mandalorian where we get some information on Boba Fett, but also it's still tied into the main story. If they would have said that, that would have been and perfect. so it's yeah. So it's just it's it's weird. It's messy. Um, but what really gets me down, and, and and so I I watched the episode, I watched the finale, and I thought, okay, I was like, all right, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That was fun. But I don't feel like there's much has changed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as like, you know, I don't know where anything's headed next. I hate that. I yeah. hate that. Uh, yeah. That's that's the thing that bothers me more than anything is like we uh, the best teaser you could show us is that Cobb Vance is still alive. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad he's alive. But that doesn't. Truly... But what does that mean for us? Like, what does it mean for the story? Like, yeah, like he's a cool character, but he's not a big enough character if, to for me care. If that this much. Is, an, is an event series, yeah, as we've been led to believe, then give us a hint at what's next. <laughs> and yeah, they they ended on on like a joke basically. Yeah, um, with Mando and and Grogu, and then the teaser the teaser at uh, after credit scene was just showing that he was alive and then nothing else and i was like man yeah you know just think think about this just picture at the end of the episode it's a teaser trailer 
all of a sudden you are on a star destroyer and you see you see like a uh, an ad or um you see like a um you, you yeah. see someone a stormtrooper whatever you want to say somebody just kind of walking through um and then you see someone with their hands behind their back and they're standing there and they're looking out at the and you just see oh the shadow, right? yeah and yeah you get closer and closer and then you then you notice it's all white yeah and then you, the back of his neck is slightly blue you see some blue yeah. you know yeah, yeah, and then yeah. this is like uh admiral you know blah 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 they are the Pike Syndicate, the Pike Syndicate has, has been fallen, whatever, yeah. and then you hear, you, and then needed, you hear the voice of, yeah. of Thrawn. That's all then, we needed, dude. And then he turns around, you see the red eyes, and then That's they're like, "It's it. It's all we would have needed, and it yeah. would have been because again, they they could have even led up to it because literally, remember, literally, the right before Finnick hangs somebody, um, <laughs> she literally the the Pike Syndicate is literally saying like, basically, uh, we can we can retreat and come back with reinforcements. Who's the reinforcements, right? Who are they going to run to? That could have easily been that right there you know oh hey we received a, an emergency message from the pike syndicate that's been cut off shortly for some reason because she you know they killed them and uh it, but they they've been defeated on on uh, in moss espa on tatooine you know or you know and, and the thing with like thrawn you know is he's always got a plan and stuff so it, it would have been even more mysterious and intriguing yes. if you have been like oh good exactly yes. exactly as i planned exactly or as whatever. we planned or you like, know, something oh, like, was he manipulating oh, like, boba yeah, somehow like, how or? is this what's oh, going dude it would have been so perfect so many cool things they could have done that they did not do. Yeah. And again, like my prediction had always been, we're all this is all leading to Thrawn. But now that this has me starting to doubt myself, <laughs> just because I feel like they would have tied Boba into that somehow. Well, again, if they, it is part of the uh, the Vince series, you know what I'm saying? And again, we we assume that it is, but they it's just not how it was filled in. So I mean, I don't know. They need that. They need to make that clarification at least somewhere for us. Is is Book of Boba Fett a part of the event series or not? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I, that that's the uh, long and short of it yeah. for me. So anyway, um, I uh, do you have any closing thoughts? And, and I and just one last time, I love Star Wars. I loved. Um, I loved a lot of the book of Boba Fett. Yes. I enjoyed it. Yes. I thought I had a lot of fun, lots of great moments that we talked about tonight that we yeah. enjoyed, but also, um, throughout this series, we yeah. have enjoyed, um, again, we are just looking at the, the bigger picture of, of it being a little more critical, um, for that reason, because, right. and, and that's kind of like what we, what we do here right. is we're, we're, we're deep diving, we're deep you know? diving, we're, we're, we're really thinking from a very critical eye yeah. for this now. Cause some of you guys may just be sitting there and think, this oh, was a great really show. Love, Come on. I really love this episode. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. L love it. Continue to love it. Shout it from the rooftops. We're not here to tell you, you shouldn't love it. Right. We're just looking right. at. Um, what it means for the future of Star Wars and how it was handled, not just as a story, not just from an acting, but even just from a, like a marketing perspective and from a, um, yeah. you know, all just, we try to look at it from every angle. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's kind of my final thoughts right there. I enjoyed the show. I truly did. I enjoyed the show. Um, I, I, I can't say like Corey, does, I think it was Corey, uh, who said his favorite character was, was Boba Fett. I, I, I don't know that he's my favorite character, but I did love Boba Fett. And I, I was excited to see, or I was and am excited to see that there was some good backstory given to him, that we know how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. We know what ends up happening to him. And, and relatively, we know how a story ends, maybe, right? Um, and, and again, I, I love that. I wish they would have tied it in more, but it was, it was fun to watch though. And, um, there were some really cool moments. Uh, but now we're done. Now we're done and we're 
potentially not getting anything up until May 25th with Obi-Wan, uh, you know, the Kenobi series. So, yeah. um, you um, guys are welcome for an almost two hour long episode, two weeks in a <laughs> row. Wow. Um, so, so that's my thoughts. Um, of course we're going to miss having some stuff to talk about every week, um, uh, in terms of reviewing, but, but we know that there's more fun, awesome things to come. And uh, we're excited to tackle those. But with that said, we're going to go ahead and close out today. And we want to thank everybody so much for listening to our podcast, supporting us, uh, um, um, you know, being a part of our community. Again, as Jedi Eternal, that's what we want to be. We want to be a community. We're not just like, oh, these famous podcasters, which we're not. And, and, and you're our fans. No, that's I don't like when people say that. We're a community. We're just like-minded girls and guys who like to just talk about Star Wars. Why did you go with girls first? I was going to say... I was, say, I was trying to say guys and gals, but I said I was gonna say girls and gals. Like minded girls. <laughs> no. You hadn't done Miss Piggy in a while. Fuck <laughs> anything. Not, not Yoda. I was going Yoda. I was like, oh. okay, forget no, it. Do it, do it. I'm, I'm like on the spot. I can't remember. Kirby. Mm, yes, Miss Piggy. Anyway, okay. Uh, this is an, and other stuff. So I'm not gonna do my uh, 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 impressions here. If you um, want to hear uh, more impressions, uh, go some uh, really bad impressions. To our Patreon <laughs> right. and listen to our new series and other stuff. Yes. So anyway, um, we we, we want to be a community, and that's that's what we hope that you guys see it as. Um, but we we absolutely thank you for supporting us and listening to us as much as you guys have and answering our community discussions and all that good stuff. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys in upcoming community discussions and upcoming posts and polls and things that we're going to be doing. And uh, we hope that, that you, if you're listening, please reach out to us. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, but we would ask if you do want to reach out to us, please like and follow us on Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for weekly news, polls, discussions, memes, and all that good stuff, specifically on Facebook and Instagram. But if you would like to get hold of this, that is where you can go. And then also, please, if you could uh, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and if you would be so very kind to us, please leave a review, which actually really does help us uh, with getting, uh, uh, you know, sponsorships and things in that nature, what we're going to try to do in the future. But without further ado, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you would join us next week for episode 74. And if you like what you hear, please consider joining our Patreon to hear February's episode of and other stuff. But last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.